It is an honor to have our special guests here and those leaders of the General Assembly who are elected by their colleagues in the House and the Senate to their respective positions. Um, they serve selfishly and not only on behalf of their own constituents, but I believe also on behalf of all South Carolinians. Uh, we understand that, though, don't we? Mayors and council members serve on behalf of our residents, but we also look at the big picture beyond the municipal boundaries. We look beyond our cities and our town limits and at our entire state. At the very core of government in South Carolina, we are truly the building blocks. Community by community, we demonstrate every day how important it is to have collaborative effort with our residents and our businesses to build not just better municipalities, but a better state. Because if our state succeeds, and if we succeed in our city and towns, then the state thrives, and our cities and towns thrive, and are prosperous. Many of you know, and if you don't, you're fixing to find out, I'm a musician. I'll play bass, I'll stand up. Uh, when playing an instrument, Many times your hands and fingers are doing different things, but hopefully it's working together to create a pleasing sound. Over the last several years, at least we hope so, right? I think, I think there are probably times when my parents probably would question that, but over the last several years, mayors and council members and C staff have worked together with the Municipal Association as one of the most powerful grassroots organizations in the state to pass meaningful legislation that helps both cities and towns in our state. We work in our individual hometowns educating and serving our residents and reaching out to our legislators. While we might approach our responsibilities in different ways, we're all working together to create a positive outcome for our residents. Remember when every year it was a fight over how much money the General Assembly would allocate to the local government fund? That wasn't that long ago, was it? So we partnered with the General Assembly leadership and the Association of South Carolina Counties in 2019 to support the bill was called H3137. And it required that the LGF increase 5% as the general fund increases. Act 84 was signed by the governor, by the way, in May 2019. Remember when the General Assembly attacked our ability to levy a business license every year? In addition to being a musician, I also... I'm a small business owner. I own a family dry cleaning business, and I know the importance of business working together with local government. So when the Municipal Association partnered with the South Carolina Manufacturers Association Alliance and other allies in the business community to develop a bill that would streamline business license tax collection for businesses while keeping the critical revenue source in the hands of cities and towns, I was all in. Act 176 was passed by the General Assembly in 2020 and ushered yet another win for cities and towns. And I'll say, if you would, you can give yourselves a hand for that because you were largely responsible. Absolutely. We've had some great successes in the past, and we continue to support, leg support legislation that helps our communities. Bills that increase penalties for fentanyl trafficking, are, they're moving through the House, as we just heard, and through the Senate. Fentanyl is wrecking havoc on our residents, and we support stricter penalties to the offenders. A bill to allow a financial statement instead of an audit for smaller towns is on the move. Believe it or not, there's actually a movement 
for enclave annexation legislation. Now I have to stop and ask, how many of you people call them enclaves or do we call them donut holes? We don't, we don't have any enclaves, but we have a heck of a lot of uh, donut holes in Aiken. So uh, maybe, maybe we get more traction with that, Casey, if we changed it to donut hole legislation. So. A bill to ban squat trucks is also gaining traction. I, I personally hope that the fad just fades away and we don't need it, but um, anyway, uh, they, it is dangerous. All these bills needs our voice to keep up the forward progress. We must join together, like we have so many times in the past, to let the House and Senate members know that we support these bills. While each le legislative session, our team identifies bills that are harmful to cities and towns. I want to point out one of those bills that I know is on Aiken's radar and should be on yours also. There's a bill that would limit or completely remove our ability to regulate short-term rental properties. The House member that is the sponsor of this bill, though, has reached out to the Municipal Association legislative staff to negotiate or offer amendments. Now, this is a huge step in stopping this harm, harmful preemption language that it now has. Our legislative team will go into detail about this at our 1130 general session about all these topics. While we have certainly lost some battles, we have also experienced some great successes. Through everything, we have worked hard, and we've worked together. As an organization of cities and towns, we can't stand on the sidelines. We must fight for our residents, fight for our local decision-making, and fight for our success. Together, I know we can, and together, I know we will. Thank you.